Oh, right now this this spring, man, I'd have to say I-40 across to Arizona. It's yeah. it's brutal, and uh, you can't get away. It's both lanes, it's shoulders. I mean, it's brutal. Yeah. And right now we're shipping a lot from California to Texas, New Mexico. So there's no other way, and it's it's killing us. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you had any damaged equipment because of brakes? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've had I've got a couple other trucks, so we've we've lost tires. I mean, alignments are shot. I mean, it's. It's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. A little bit of audio there from an interview overdrive news editor Matt Cole conducted at the Shell Rotella Super Rigs event in Wyoming a couple weeks back now. With this on Rapper. Uh, named Cody Davis, uh, Davis Trucking. Uh, we haul livestock coast to coast, all over, mostly. Uh, Mid, the Midwest, West, uh, yeah, just asked specifically by Cole for the stretch of road he felt could be described as the absolute worst in the nation. Cody Davis didn't flinch in singling out I-40 in Arizona. Others are calling it the absolute worst they've ever seen. It's uh, it's unbelievable uh, how bad it's gotten. That was Danville, Virginia-based owner-operator Joey Slaughter, who runs the route routinely on cross-country step-deck hauls. He was the man who brought this subject to our attention this spring. It's not hard to find similar viewpoint on the stretch between Kingman and Flagstaff in Arizona. Indeed, among several owners Cole spoke to out in Wyoming at the show, just one named a route other than I-40 in Arizona. Here's local to Wyoming owner-operator Nikki Cheek. And apologies for the static in this clip. Wyoming and I-80 is a nightmare. It does not matter if it's spring, winter, fall, summer. It's a nightmare. In the summer, it's a racetrack. In the winter, it's an ice rink. It's just a nightmare. For everyone else, though, the results were unanimous. I-40 in Arizona needs work. And for owner-operator Joey Slaughter and some others, as you'll hear in the podcast, the road's condition has translated to hard dollars and lost time with equipment repairs. He's hopeful for movement on new pavement soon, but questions why the road was allowed to get so bad in the first place. The rough nature of the freeze-thaw cycles this past winter has something to do with it, but that can't be all, he feels. Now, why do I have to bring this to the attention of people? Uh, you know, I think, if me, if, if not me, who, right? <laughs> As right, the saying right. goes. But I would think that, the, like I told you, I think in the email, all these produce haulers that have, you know, 50 trucks on the road uh, or more all the time that go back and forth through Arizona, and as we know from some of the information that you've been getting from other sources, it's a problem for everybody. And I don't see where anybody's trying to get this fixed. I'm Todd Dills. As usual, you're a host for this Overdrive Radio edition. And today, it's all about the worst road in America. After this brief message from Overdrive Radio's sponsor, Howes. Every diesel needs to defend against clogged injectors, low lubricity, and slipping fuel economy. The best defense is the best defender. Howe's Diesel Defender with Advanced IDX4 Detergent. Get a deeper clean, maximum lubricity, and boosted fuel economy. Guaranteed. Howe's Diesel Defender. Get optimal performance. Howe's. For every diesel. Find more about Defender and other House products at H-O-W-E-S, houseproducts.com.
What stretch of road would get your vote for the worst in the United States? Tell me on our podcast message line at 615-852-8530. Leave your name and mailing address, too, with the answer, and I'll send you a prize pack from Howes, including Defender. Again, that's 615-852-8530. Here's Slaughter. Yeah, and I'm Joey Slaughter. I've uh, been in trucking for 31 years, I think it is now, and uh, owner-operator for the last 13 years. And uh, part of what I do now, I have a, uh, I'm just a single truck operation with my own authority, and I uh, have a 53-foot step deck that I use um, now. I've been in that for using a step deck trailer uh, probably seven or eight years now. And I have a fairly dedicated run from North Carolina to California. It happens almost once a month. And um, it, of course, that's how I got to find out about Arizona. I've been doing that run pretty regularly since uh, 2016 or 17. And I've okay. just... Uh, that's allowed me to just see the uh, the deterioration of Arizona Interstate 40. So back in 2016, when you first started doing this particular run, you were probably you were taking the same route, I'm guessing. Um, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Did it? Was it? Is this something that's ha- that's just gotten worse and worse over time? I guess. Yeah, it hasn't been. I don't. It hasn't been any major repairs in all that time. It, there's even time periods where they'll close lanes of the interstate not because of road work but because of it's it's just almost undrivable and uh you know that's just not they don't have a good plan to fix it you know new mexico is regularly uh, closing long sections of interstate and working on it in in arizona has got in such a it's such it's such the road is so deteriorated is what i'm trying to say they can't even uh close a lane to fix one because everything is bad i mean there's no decent road to use anymore in certain sections of 40 especially between flagstaff and kingman and that's a pretty long section of road there right yeah yeah it's about 150 about 150 miles that is the audio recording cut out on us there for unclear reasons. Gremlins, likely. And, and it's really nothing that through there. It's a couple of small towns, and I mean real small. And it, that's the problem. Is not There's no residents using that road every day. It's mostly just trucks going in and out of California. And I'm sure if Arizona has to uh, play favorites, uh, that that's probably one of their least – worried about road least priority is what i'm trying to think of to say because yeah. it's it's but we're 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 all taxpayers too all the people driving these trucks and so that's why i feel like i have a say in it and i've tried to voice my concern uh i started with twitter and, and just letting the uh, arizona dot twitter know about it because they're they're pretty interactive with us and and with bad weather and Right. Taking note of road conditions and the person operating the Twitter account uh, uh, took note of it. This was a, a year ago, I think, and 
okay. told me to voice my concerns on their website. And I did. It was a, it was a, uh, it was a page for, uh, concerns and, uh, opinions to be expressed concerning how to spend the, uh, upcoming money for the, uh, roads. And, and I, you know, I gave my opinion based as a, as a trucker that pays taxes in Arizona. So I figured I, I do have a, a voice that needs to be heard, sure. but, uh, nothing has been done since then. When's the last time you were, you were out there? I was out there last month, um, and I'm going to be going again soon. And the worst part is the, is Interstate 40 East, eastbound between uh, Kingman and Flagstaff. I went into uh, California on 40, and, uh, of course, the westbound side isn't quite as bad. And I didn't see any type of work being done. I saw some construction, but it was to replace a bridge, not to fix the roads. And luckily, when I came out of California, I bypassed it, but I had to go to Utah by way of Utah to get back east. And uh, that was just the nearest route for me in the, in this case. So okay. I didn't get to, uh, thankfully, I got to, uh, you know, avoid okay. Interstate 40. <laughs> the principal reason owner-operator Joey Slaughter contacted me about this particular section of rougher-than-a-corn-cub I-40 was an incident that... Well, it simply shocks the mind, though maybe it all makes sense when you start to think about what can happen to an 80,000-pound combination trying to make its way at high speeds along roads as bad as these. It was on one of the roughest sections, and I mean, it, it's hard to explain how rough it is. It's rougher than you think I'm explaining it. It, it. You know, everyone talks about Louisiana roads, or Indiana I see comes up a lot, but uh, those are passable. These roads are not really passable. And I've read, before I tell you my quick story, I, I saw in some of the comments where a guy had a brand new Peterbilt and, and the hood mirrors broke on the first trip out to California uh, just recently. So that's the kind of, you know, rough road it is. But my yeah. case was I had a guy behind me and he saw one of my brake shoes off my trailer come off and by the time i stopped and got it inspected at the shop the, the shoe was the brake shoe was gone these are very heavy brake shoes they i mean it's it's a significant piece of metal and uh in the s cam on my brakes was bent and, uh, it, and by the time i got it all repaired it was 900 dollars. And, and i it just burns me up because i'm it's totally my expense i have to absorb and it was totally due to the, the bad conditions of the roads out there. Slaughter's isn't the only such story I've heard recently about I-40 in Arizona. As noted up top, one owner-operator wrote in to note a case of their own. $800 lighter with repairs and hotel costs waiting on service to shocks down the line. Jimmy Woods said he felt that I-40 eastbound out of California all the way past Flagstaff even, quote, borders on neglect and is certainly unsafe. He went on, quote, In my personal opinion as a truck driver, they're setting themselves up for a hefty lawsuit if someone were to crash through there and a lawyer proved that to be negligence. With pieces as big as brake shoes falling off of Slaughter's rig, it's not out of the realm of possibility, of course. 
Barbara Hankins, trucking for most of the last couple of decades, has to travel this stretch of I-40 twice weekly. Mile marker 93 to 121 eastbound, she says, by far the worst road I have traveled in all of that time, she said. Steer tires replaced three times, multiple alignments and like, she added, noting work around Flagstaff is fairly routine to see, but in parts west, the rest of the highway is just crumbling. And she asked, isn't that why we pay road tax on that overpriced fuel? Another owner-operator Overdrive News Editor, Matt Cole, spoke to in Wyoming at Shell Super Rigs, voiced similar concerns about the stretch. So my name's Jake Bask, live in Shoshone, Idaho, leased to Ram Transportation in Brownsville, Oregon, the West best flatbed outfit, if you ask me. Um, we pretty much have uh, two, two lanes. We run all 48 states, a handful of us, and then uh, the rest of them haul uh, up and down I-5, so we got kind of all four corners covered, all in uh, machinery, equipment, um, laminated glue beams, eye joists, steel, just whatever it takes to service our customer the best. So I pretty much work out of uh, between Northern Oregon, Southern Washington to the East Coast, the Southeast, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, uh, New England, um, a lot of Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania. It works out really good for me because I'm pretty lazy. So this way I only have to load like once or twice a month. These guys killing it up and down I-5 are doing it every other day. And, and uh, I just can't, I don't want to work that hard. So it works out well. I don't have to tarp once or twice a month. So yeah, secret's out now, but that's why I like to do it. Awesome. Good deal. <laughs> Well, in the last couple of years, it's just everywhere. And I, you know, I'm not trying to get political, but this infrastructure has gone into garbage. So, I mean, I think right now, and I, I know I could probably name you 20 guys that are screaming at me to spit it out between Interstate 40, pretty much the entire way, but literally the most unsafest stretch of road, in my opinion, right now is between uh, Kingman and uh, you know, top of flag probably. On the other side, it gets just as bad, don't get me wrong, but um, you know, everything is just falling apart right now. And then they wanna they want to pull us over and write us a ticket because we've got a cracked brake line or something or a shock bolt broke, but yet we're trying to straddle potholes and it's, it's, uh, it's literally unsafe at night, somebody stretches the road, to be out there in the dark where you can't steer around these holes and, and what's going on. Then they wanna write you a ticket for, you know, not maintaining your lane. Well, you're not maintaining the lane for us to maintain our lane. Right. And that's a lot of maintaining. It's gotten so bad, they really need to just uh, close the entire road and start over. And, you know, <laughs> it's, just, it, wow. it's no way they can close one lane and fix this. Both lanes are, are disasters. On Twitter, I keep a follow, and he said he went through there like four days ago, and he saw DOT, uh, the construction workers pouring the bagged asphalt into the road i mean at least it, I, that's something i mean that's an improvement but they weren't right. even tending to that and there's been cases where people get killed when the roads are in such bad conditions i've heard of in your beloved south carolina on the on interstate 95 a while back a chunk of concrete came up out of, behind a dump truck and uh, flew into the windshield of a car and killed a lady Oh my gosh. It's very important to take care of these roads, at least to a minimum condition. So what 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 your your um your colleagues saw out there was a kind of cold patch kind of stuff. Yeah. Happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it should have been done uh <laughs> years ago. At this point, it's just it's just a band-aid on a where you need a tourniquet basically. There's somewhat good news here. 
There is some work getting going this summer, noted Arizona DOT Public Information Officer Garen Groff. Scheduled to begin as early as July and as part of 2023 and 2024 quote-unquote statewide critical pavement repair projects. I'll post a link to all of them in the show notes and in the post that will house the podcast overdriveonline.com when that goes live Monday, June 26th. Looks like repaving for as much as half of the Kingman to Flagstaff route is in the hopper, but will, of course, take plenty of time. There are numerous other I-40 projects noted in a five-year program just recently announced for statewide road improvements by Arizona 2. I'll post a link to that as well. Perhaps the state could take some lessons from others along I-40. I asked Joey Slaughter who was doing it best in his experience. His answer wasn't very far away from Kingman at all run interstate 40 uh, primarily and i mean I, I know every every square inch of i-40 from barstow california to wilmington north carolina and that's the whole stretch of it i'll tell you what california with the exception of uh, a couple of roads out there has 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 done a great job and i've been okay. kind of impressed with caltrans the that's their their dot they've got a real nice they're always the road surface is good in most places and, and they're always doing work they do a lot of work uh, regarding drainage i noticed that they're always um, getting drainage uh, water drainage work done okay i guess out in the desert it's very important when it does rain yeah you can tell it's a, must be a big problem for them because they're always out there working on that drainage any other states along the I forty uh, corridor that uh, that that's yeah Arkansas of... I mean Arkansas I forty they're always working on that that's pretty good shape uh, as far as between uh, Little Rock and Oklahoma state line okay uh, between Little Rock and Memphis that's another story that's it's just so much traffic on that road that's one of the busiest stretches of interstate in the country as far as i can tell you got all the 81 tra- all the traffic from the chicago area and the rust belt coming down that comes down 55 and gets on 40 to go down to you know dallas and houston texas and plus all the east west traffic it's just way too much traffic on that road just kind of like interstate 81 is but once you get once you get west of Little Rock uh, on forty, it, it's pretty pretty nice. Up yeah, there. yes, yes, it is smooth sailing. And how about you? What's the absolute worst stretch of road you encounter on your hauls today? Who's doing it right too? Dial in a podcast line to tell us at six one five eight five two eight five three zero. And leave your name and mailing address also, and there could well be a bottle of Howe's Diesel Defender in it for you. Again, find links to work at least planned by Arizona DOT in the show notes wherever you're listening. Overdrive Radio is on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and most anywhere you can find them. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and if you're enjoying these, leave us a rating or review there. Thanks in advance for it. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive, the voice of the American trucker. It's edited and produced by me, Todd Dills, with the acoustic guitar and other support of trucker songwriter Long Haul Paul Marhofer. The 
theme is Legend of the Snake Man by Mark Featuring the guitar work of Travis the Snake Man himself, Lamech, Terry Tussocks Richardson on bass, keys by Tishmingo Jim Whitehead, and on drums, Mr. Andrew Marshall. The podcast is backed up further by Overdrive's own news editor, Matt Cole, social media coordinator, Holly Young, executive editor, Alex Locking, and video editors, Lawson Rubisil and Andrew Glenn. We'll see you next time.